0: Hi,
1: darlings, and welcome back to Radio Wasteland. I'm your host, Chauncey Allworth, and this is my side host, Sean. (laughs) Hello.
2: How are you doing, Sean? Pretty good. I'm excited for for this topic this evening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one that's very near and dear to my heart. That was the same
1: term I was going to use, yeah. Yeah. You you might get some pointers. (laughs) I'm hoping. Well, I find that, you know, I think what you're doing is a little... You know, you're,
2: you're, right. you're trying it, to
1: find some darkness in it, but I found that a lot of witches, uh, you know, not so
2: dark. Eh, they just say that for the... No, I'm really trying to heal people. I would never...
1: They're just trying not to get burned at the stake? I, Is that what you're trying to imply? I
2: think probably. I don't yeah. know. I, maybe. Maybe. I, I would assume most of them have tried some of the darker stuff. Just
1: you, you know, got to for... dabble before you can be the good guy. Really?
2: Gotta... Yeah. Well... Actually, that's kind of what was on the Facebook page of <laughs> the person we're talking to. Oh, really? It's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, she talks about herself as a gray witch. Oh. That is to say, hey, what was the exact quote here? Let me... Something about, you know, how can you heal if you can't hex and all that. And all that. Right, right. You gotta... That is hardcore. So, see, see, this is why I was excited about it is because, you know, it seems more metal Maybe like a
1: surgeon, you know, you got to be able to cut in there, if you yeah, and know what's wrong in order to fix it.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I don't know how much sense <clears throat> that actually makes, but it's very cool. And
1: well, before we delve too deeply into that, I would like to tell you how pathetic of a man
2: I am. Okay, I'm I'm listening. So uh,
1: you know, Thanksgiving ends, and my wife comes pulling up yesterday with a tree on top of our car because we're all oh we got to get the tree soon because there's like the uh, national tree shortage.
2: Sure, I have heard of that. Right, it's
1: all over the news. It's big. It's important. <laughs> so she pulls up with this tree and uh you know, I I take the tree down and I got it in my front yard and we got this measly little hacksaw and you got to saw the bottom straight and you know trim up some of the some of the little sticks at the bottom. Sure. And uh So there's this guy across from my apartment who is always sitting out there smoking, which we always joke about that if there's a murder in my apartment, he's going to be the guy who saw it. Because on all the murder shows, there's always the guy who saw the witness and he's all, well, I was outside having a cigarette and I saw this crazy business. (laughs) Right. So here's this guy and he's nice and nice enough. I don't know. I haven't met him, but and I'm out there sawing and I hear this. Hey, you need some help? (laughs) And I'm just all. Uh, no, no, I'm good, and I'm sawn, I'm sawn. And it's like wet tree, you know, so I got to chunk it out. I got to saw a little bit and then come in from the top and take that chunk out and saw a little bit. And a few more minutes go by, and he's all, hey,
0: you need some help? <laughs>
1: and I'm all, I stand up, I'm all, like, sweaty, and my hair's just all in my face, and I'm all, nah, I'm cool, I'm cool. And I'm sawn, and he does it again. He's all, hey, and I start to think, man... Do I just look absolutely pathetic out here, like sawing this thing? You know. Yeah. And I thought, like, I'm manly. What's I got a beard? You know. <laughs> Most of my shirts you look are plaid. Like you would be incredibly yeah, competent. Totally, man, yeah. And so, like, you know, I go to bed that night thinking, like, what a douche. You know, sure. I'm like a, I'm like a man's man. I wake up this morning, and I am so sore. My thighs and my <laughs> arms just run sawing that damn tree, man. I am just like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, apparently, to the guy across the way, if you're listening, yes, I needed some
0: help.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I, I've been in a similar situational thought, and I can, I can say this. You know, guys are annoying. Let me fail at this task. You just don't look at me.
1: Well, that was what I was mentioning about when I went inside. I, I go to my wife and I'm just all, man, you know, the big, because he's big and muscly. He's a big, right. muscly dude. And I'm just all like, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that he's all muscly, but how does he re- expect the rest of us to get muscly if we don't do our own work, you know? You can't come along and use all your muscles for jobs that are <laughs>
2: supposed to be building my muscles. Something like give a man a muscle and hold saw a log for, I don't know.
1: That sounds absolutely X (laughs) rated
2: Sean, so we're moving on. Mm.
1: Alright, so uh, this guest is somewhat serendipitous, because last week, I didn't even think about this.
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: didn't know who the guest was, my phone was dead, Thanksgiving was coming up, blah blah blah, lost. Sure. At the end and beginning of the show, we talked about how we needed to make a task for ourselves to try to find the real occult. That's right. And here we have somebody who might be able to help us and yes. set us on this path. <laughs> Andrea that, just did it for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So which is
1: awesome. So, so you know, I mean, maybe she can point us in the direction. Really, I aspire to not necessarily be a warlock. I don't know if that's a thing. I, yeah, I really, I, I know, know so little about it. I don't. I don't know if, like, in this day and age of I gender like roles at, I is... I
2: feel like, like at one point, at least, witch was, like, a gender-neutral term.
1: Yeah, right. is warlock the boss? Is that not a gender thing? I
2: or? I have no idea. I'd be comfortable being...
1: Would I be a man-witch? It. Is it like a nurse? <laughs> a man-witch? man-witch, <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: My problem is too much man-witch, not enough warlock. Um, So, you know, really what I want to be its It's not that I necessarily want to be a man-witch, but I want to be... Like the Talamasca. You know what that is? I
2: have no idea. You haven't read,
1: like, uh, The Witching Hour by Anne Rice or or any of that stuff?
2: You're losing me. Okay, well,
1: I want to be, like, a professor of the cult at the Miskatonic
2: University. Oh, right, okay, I get it. Like the the Giles to... Yeah, you no, know. the Giles, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, no, I'm yeah, I'm okay. familiar. Yeah, yeah, I I assumed I could make a reference safely to anything. Yeah, you I just get it. I mean so. it's
1: just really sad that you didn't get the Telemasket, but you get Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like but Buffy it is very accurate, Slayer. you know. <laughs> Only you know in this post Harvey Weinstein and Ray Moore world, I think I might pick a different group of people to hang out with than Giles chose.
2: Right. Well, that's, that's fair. I might
1: pick, you know. Yeah. You're about as young as I'm willing to get. <laughs> you know, anybody younger than you, I immediately want to go, hey, do you need a sweater? You're going outside? Are you, do you remember your sweater?
2: Uh, I don't know. If you wear enough tweed, people will assume you're harmless. So. That, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> totally. If you wear enough tweed, people
2: will think you're harmless. Words to live by, right? <laughs> yeah. You can write that down, listeners. I
1: do have a tweed fedora. But it's a little small for my
2: That head. no, the twi- the fedora cancels out any lack of sketchiness that Twitch <laughs> may provide. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, it just
1: anything that makes anybody think of Mambo Number no. Five is like immediately, right. uh, yeah. It. Okay, so if you haven't figured it out from our conversation, <laughs> our guest tonight is going to teach us about witchcraft. Her name is Lori Jackson, and uh, this is a topic that Sean and I are pretty excited, excited to dig excited into yes. so you are listening to Radio Wasteland come on back
0: you remember at
1: the bay all right welcome back to Radio Wasteland and we're waiting for our guest Lori Jackson the dark lady to call in but in the meantime you know what do you, what do you think of magic do you think uh you know it seems like magic could be its own thing or it could be a spiritual thing, or it could be, like, a science thing that we barely tapped into.
2: Right. I don't believe in magic in any, like, organized spiritual or religious sense, to to be honest. And I, I feel like most witches you hear about have some sort of... Basically, it's religious, you know. There's a large theoretical underpinning, and, you know, you there's... Lots of like Celtic imagery or or what have you, you know. Well, you know our Norse gods, whatever you want, you know. There's always something behind it.
1: Our guest uh, last week kind of talked about magic in this very um, Lovecraft fashion, this sort of mix between extraterrestrial, right. sort of ancient, uh, sort of a combo, a transdimensional kind of. Almost scientific. Yeah, that,
2: that was interesting. It um, was
1: almost a science that we didn't understand.
2: Right. Well, you know, I do think there's a very good chance that we are living in something akin to the Matrix. So I think, you know, if there is any reality to it at all, it would be something like glitches or, or cheat codes, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. So
2: I guess I I would be in the arena of science we don't yet understand. Arguably I think everything is science that we just
1: don't understand. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, I personally even think religion I, I is kind of too. science that we don't understand. Not to take the religion aspect away from it. But uh let's say I am a firm believer in God, I still right.
2: Theoretically, would find that to be Yeah. Theoretically a God, yeah. you know, there would be something empirical there, even if we don't have enough evidence. And I yeah. think some
1: Christian religions kind of call it that, anyway, don't they? Have like a uh, religious science and and stuff. Yeah, like
2: that? I think they do. I and mean, the science like of uh,
1: creationism, science and stuff yeah, like that? yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not coming down on it. I don't know. I mean, what's the difference, you know? All right. It looks like we got our guest here with us uh, for this evening,
2: Lori Jackson, <laughs> saved the us Dark from Lady. A very controversial what? topic. We <laughs> were
1: about to get a little too controversial. Are you, are you there with <laughs> us, Lori? Very <laughs>
0: controversial.
1: About to get a little too controversial. Uh, we got to have you turn down your radio. It's getting psychedelic. Yeah.
3: There you go. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: guys. <laughs> no problem. How are you doing?
3: Hi. I'm doing good now. I got good. It on. Um, so, uh,
1: this is my typical, uh, by the way, uh, this is Chauncey, and this is my co-host, Sean. Hello. And hi there. Hi. Uh, our usual starting question we're going to use with you as well, and that is: How'd you get started in witchcraft?
3: Oh, my, that's a long story. Well, um, well I've always got 45 been minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's that long. All right. <laughs> um, well, I knew when I was five years old. Um I, uh, let's see, um, I did a lot of wishcraft, which is you wish something and it comes to, you know, it becomes what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I was five years old and I was sitting underneath my swing set and I was playing with um, these rocks and um, I I thought, I wanted to do something special because I had a really bad childhood and I wanted to do something. It just kind of came to me that, that I needed to make these rocks into special rocks, right? Something beautiful. So I would put these rocks in a coffee can full of water and and pour the water out and put, and put the rocks back in and swirl them around and then put them in my special place. And I do that every day and for about, um, Oh, a month, I'd say. And then one day I went there, and they were different rocks. And they were pretty rocks. And that's when I first found out that magic was really real. So um, from then on, I grew up in a kind of a Christian family. So I was really confused because I had these, these things where I would had visions or um I would do something and it would happen, that kind of stuff, you know? And I was confused and I then I met a gypsy girl when I was in junior high, I believe it was, and she taught me how to do uh tarot readings with just plain old Play, playing cards, and taught me how to do some spells, some love spells, like on this guy that I really had a crush on, and it worked. And she taught me some other things, but then my family got wind of it and didn't want me to be friends with her anymore. So um, they kind of squelled that, and I, I really don't know what happened to her, but uh, we were pretty good friends then. Then I went on, and I was into the Christian thing again, mm-hmm. and And finally, about 30 years ago, I decided, you know, I know who I am. And I kind of came out of the closet and I told my family. And boy, they did not like that at all. They were not into it. And, um,
1: you know, that's one thing that's always interesting to me is like, um, people act like they don't believe until you well, tell them that you're one, and then all of a sudden they have a problem with it. <laughs> so it's like, if they didn't believe in it, why would they have a problem with you doing it?
3: True, true, very true. Yeah, I never thought of that.
1: <laughs> so um, my first, uh, my you already uh, prompted a question here for me. This wishcraft leads mm-hmm. me to to ask the question, is this something that anybody can do, or is this something that somebody is maybe born with? I mean, why were you able to follow through with this wishcraft? Because, I mean, I wished for a lot of things when I was younger, but, you know, none of them happened, and so, you know, yeah. what's what's the, the, is there a difference there?
3: Boy, you know, it's just something that I was able to do. Um, I I don't know. I It's that's interesting because I haven't really thought about that. Well, you don't
1: have to know an answer to it. I mean, I think <laughs> yeah, I think that I, uh, there's a, I think that there's a mystery with magic where I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you don't have to know the answer.
3: Yeah, it's just something that I know how to do, which is interesting.
1: So yeah. Um, so when know. you became you know thirty years ago, you you came out of mm-hmm. the closet and said, mm-hmm. "This is who I am." Um, and you got some pushback from your family. You know, how did that oh, go yeah. Go since then? I mean, this is something you're very um, open with now.
3: Well, most of the, the family, they they just kind of, you know, roll their eyes now and stuff. and But that's okay. I don't mind that at all. I know who I am. I know what I want to do. And um, they can either like me or not, you know. So... Um, my mom, she still, every time I talk about it, but I have been talking to her about spirits because my little sister had died about uh, a year and a half ago, and she's been having some interesting things happen at her house, and I know that my sister Vicky's around because this is something I do is I channel spirits, and I talk to them, and um, that's something else that I do that's very um, and I help people with that. So, so um, I'm helping her too, and she kind of believes. And then she kind of boohoo's it, you know. She right. thinks I'm going to hell. That's that's what the thing is. So they <laughs> are
1: they are firm enough believers to to believe that you're oh, doing yeah. something yeah.
3: bad oh, for yeah. your soul. But see, soul. I was baptized twice in my life, so she figures, well, if I was baptized, then you know, maybe I won't go to hell. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, but both times it didn't stick. Apparently, no,
3: no, because I knew who I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: that's that's funny. So, well, we're coming up on on break here, so I don't want to get too deep into anything. But, but you said that you um, like communicate with spirits. So, uh-huh. if you can, in three minutes before we come up on the break, um, <laughs> why why witchcraft and not mediumship? Is there is there a difference, or are they somewhat synonymous?
3: Well, I kind of use them both together. I mean, I'm a witch, but I'm also a medium channeler. So um, I help people um, with their spirit problems, try to make them understand. Because um, what I feel is that we can, we can live with the spirits. And just because you have a spirit in your house doesn't mean that you're going to, they're evil. You know, I don't believe in evil and demons. That's just something, because I've never met one. So um, it's like I try to help people that way, but I also help them with spells. And I'm a witch, you know, and I love that word, witch. That's something that my mother can't even say. But she can say Wicca, which is really interesting.
1: Well, I I, I think in the world of Christianity, witch can, can definitely mean something much more extreme than what Wicca perta- yeah. pertains yeah. It to be, you know. Um, right. Which in Christianity brings about the ideas of Satanism and stuff like right. that. Right. You
3: know? And that has nothing to do with it. Even though there are Satanist witches. And there's also Christian witches. They're all in my group. I've got this huge group on Facebook. And I have all gamuts of the path. And so I work with everybody. And there's also non witches in my group that are learning. So. Um, well, it's very interesting.
1: We're coming up on our first break here. When we come back, we want to know about those different kinds of witches. You're listening to Lori Jackson, the Dark Lady here on Radio Wasteland.
0: Was all, all right, welcome right back there. to Radio
1: Wasteland. Let's get right back into it with our guest Lori Jackson, the Dark Lady. Um so before the break, you were telling us that you have different types of witches. You know, you've got good witches and, you know, satanic witches. But you yourself you know, is there some sort of um, I don't know uh, infighting going on? Because, I'm guessing that you don't believe in Satan.
3: Uh, no, no, I don't. No. Nope. So, but I, my, um, my group is for anybody that wants to learn the craft, and so uh, Christian witches, Satanic witches, uh, Green witches. Hedge witches, kitchen witches, anybody is welcome, and even non-witches if they want to uh, learn the craft.
1: Okay, I got to know though what's, what's a teach. kitchen witch? What's a, what's a kitchen witch?
3: Oh, they <laughs> are—they put their magic into what they make for meals.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah they're pretty interesting. And then, so a hedge witch—is that what you said? A hedge witch is one that uses lots of herbs. Oh, okay. and it's more nature oh, that makes um, sense. than most.
1: So a hedge witch and a green witch might be kind of the same thing a little bit.
3: Kind of the same, yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
3: Yeah. Okay. And then the gray witch, which I am, is, is one that is centered in the middle of dark and white, and we walk the line between that to stay balanced. And more and more of the Wiccan uh, people are coming over to the gray side because they're seeing that you need that, that balance to have the power and to learn all that is, um, you know, the craft to pull from within yourself the power that you have, which comes from your heart. That's truly where your power of the witch comes from. I kind of, okay, I'll give you an idea what, what I see when I do my magic. Okay. Um, you can see it from your hands, of course but also like a care bear. You know what a care bear is?
0: I do. <laughs> okay, is, yeah. I, know, certainly. But, I have know, a daughter. Like,
3: when, <laughs> when they bring out the, the uh, rainbow from their chest,
0: yeah.
3: it's kind of the way uh, I envision my power coming out to go mm. out and do what it needs to do. And that's what I'm trying to teach everybody that comes t- to my group to use the power inside themselves. Yeah, because I think that's where it comes from.
1: I think it's really interesting what you're saying about sort of the crossing the line between the light and the dark. You know, I think a lot mm-hmm. of us have sort of, because I'm very much a science guy, and I think a lot of people have grown up in this world thinking of good and bad, right. where like when I think of emotion, you know, anger and sadness, and these aren't necessarily bad, even though they've been labeled bad. They're part of the human experience, and they're part of who we are.
0: Right.
1: And it's right. a matter of just learning to um, control them and be a part of Mm -hmm. them in in a healthy way, you know, and I feel that's kind of what you're saying about walking between Mm -hmm. the light and the dark.
3: Yeah, it's kind of the shadow part of yourself and the not. I've done a lot of shadow work on myself, and it's something that people should really do. So you delve deep inside of yourself, and I don't believe in demons and stuff like that, but, You do kind of have fears that can be demons, and um, if you work on that, you become more rounded and more, what's the word, more balanced. You want to be balanced in the craft. You don't want to be one-sided in the other. You need to have them both to be good at what, what you do.
1: So I think a lot of listeners are thinking um when they think of witches they're they're thinking evil you know they're, yeah. they're they're putting so is there any actual evil in witchcraft you know are there evil entities is is there any evil or is it really just sort of the the uh I the person and their potentially right. bad choices
3: That's you, you got it I mean not all dark uh, witchcraft is is bad i mean there is some that that the baneful that you do like <clears throat> the vinegar jars and the they can be really bad you know um, doing a bad hex or curse that can be really bad it all depends on the the witch herself if her heart is cold and cruel then she that's what she's going to project. So, so um, we were talking
1: uh, before you came on and we were trying to figure out, um, is witchcraft a science or is it a religion? Or is, or is magic its own thing uh, entirely?
3: Magic is of nature and of it's always been there. You just have to know how to channel it. You know, it's like electricity. Hmm. Um, it's not science, even though some probably would say it is, like alchemy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, And it's, well, Wicca is a religion now because uh, people have made it that. But, uh, no, witchcraft has always been. People have done it throughout the ages.
2: Yeah. It sounds like you're so, saying maybe it's more like an art. Or,
3: that yeah you, know, you could say like, that
2: like singing or, or, or what have you
3: yeah, yeah, kind of like that yeah. I would say that hmm. and there and you have to practice you have to study it's just you just don't do it you know it's it's something, but then sometimes there are witches that know already inside of them and I'm one of them, I know like People come to me, and I know what to do for them. I know what spell to give them to help them. And if that one doesn't work, then they come back, and I give them another, you know? And it's uh, – oh, how can I say it? Let's see.
1: Well, your focus – I it, have been – I'm sorry, do you, go ahead. Um,
3: do you believe in reincarnation? Of course, I do, because I'm a witch. I believe in past lives, and I've been a witch in most of my life, so – what i'm getting is from my past experiences as a witch in my past lives i am starting to learn to use that in my my witchcraft besides studying and practicing
1: and so um this how so it it seems to me that you're a healer and and a big yeah. focus of mm-hmm. what you're dealing with is is trying to heal people Um, Either healing them um, with their minds, you know, with dealing with those who have passed on in grief or or actually healing them from hexes. So Uh how often is it that you're undoing something that, that a negative witch did?
3: Well, you know what I've learned? I've been hexed and I've been cursed. I even had a death spell put on me five years ago. A lot of what the witch does with that is really fear. Most of a, a hex or curse is the fear of the witch, and that itself makes you fearful, and you are the one that that kind of makes it come true. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, more of a self-fulfilling prophecy than a yeah. than yeah. something specific. Like I
3: have people come into me, oh, I've been cursed. I go, okay, what makes you think you're cursed, hun? And they tell me, oh, this happened, that happened. Well, that, and I'm thinking, well, that's just like everyday things that happen. You're you're not cursed. You know, you got to understand that a lot of curses don't work. You know, It, it has to be a pretty strong witch to be able to really curse someone and, and do it right. I mean, you can say, I'm a witch and I cursed her. And a lot of it would be fear, fear of that witch.
1: So, um, you know, with a lot of arts and practices in this world, it's sort of um, easier to destroy than to create. Would you say that Mm -hmm. it's easier for a witch to do negative things as opposed to positive things?
3: Well, I suppose a lot of them would like to do that. I don't know why. My goal is to help people. I have... um, Uh, I use my dark goddesses. They came to me about five years ago and told me that this is what I need to do as dark lady. I need to teach and I need to show people that being a witch is not bad. I'm trying to help people understand that, that we're good, you know, that we're not all this evil things that people think we are. We're just normal people and we just Use hands on herbs um, and uh, a lot of other stuff
1: <laughs> okay well I don't
3: do high magic, I don't like high magic because that's just too too many rules, you know, you know, draw the circle, call down the watchtowers, all that kind of stuff. I just get a candle, get a poppet doll, do what I need and uh send it off and it always works so that's that's what i do
1: okay <laughs> I well, do low
3: magic as they call it
1: well we're coming up on our final break here and uh, i still have a few more questions for you you're listening okay. to the dark lady lori jackson here on radio wasteland I know
0: I time, but you won't get
1: all right welcome back to radio wasteland with our guest lori jackson the dark lady um hi guys Um, So, (laughs) this is actually somewhat serendipitous that we have you on here. This is my second time I've used that word in the show, so that's a little... Yeah, that's a big word. Yeah, yeah. Um, My mom was (laughs) an English teacher, you know. i got to show a little uh, appreciation. Um, Sean and I, last week, we were talking about how we... Because our our guest last night, or last week, was talking about occultism and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. (laughs) And we were wanting to find legitimate books about these things for us to read yeah. and earlier so in the show dabble. you were yeah earlier in the show you were talking about how you study uh-huh. where where would people like us find and you know I don't I you know my day job is a build the internet but uh, you know <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna trust uh, you know <laughs> right i I, I right. want a book in my hands that I feel is is ancient. <laughs> um, are are these things out there, or or has religion done away with them over years? Or,
3: well, I can give you some ideas of uh, some of the well known um, witch writers, like uh, uh, Laura, um, the the witch from Salem, Laura Cabot. Try oh. her; she's good. She's very, very good. Um, let's see. So uh, I'm, I'm curious. I have like, some others, but you just caught me off guard there. That's all right.
1: That's all right. I totally understand. It happens. I could all tell the you time. later,
3: maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I know a whole bunch of them. Nova um, Ravenhawk's another really good one. She's Wiccan, though, but she's really good. But and are there
1: uh, are there ancient texts? Ancient? Why? Well, because I mean this has been going on. I don't know, like when I think of like mm. I don't know the next I know Necronomicon I would love to open like up that. a
3: really old, old book book of shadows that you know that nobody's ever seen, and just look at it and go, "Whoa, they want this book so bad <laughs> you know, but i I don't know. I guess you would have to do some research on rare books.
1: We are going to. That is that is our new yeah. challenge yeah. that we put forth to each other. <laughs> yeah, that, that we want and to find this know, stuff. to know, guys,
3: because I would love to do it too. So yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we definitely mm-hmm. will, and we will definitely, uh, you know, follow your group and and find out a yeah. little bit more while we're talking about it. You know how how can people find your group?
3: Uh, you can just go to Facebook and just put in Dark Lady, and I have so many groups and pages. But the main uh, which group that I have almost. 22,000 people in, wow. and it's called Dark Ladies Dark Realm, mm. and come to it, and we, we have all paths, and I help so many people, and, and the people there help a lot, too. I'm the main teacher there, but...
1: Um. And do you have a lot of people, you know, um, do you get social pushback? You know, I'm assuming that you get a lot of pushback from, from religious groups.
3: Oh, yeah. They try to get in, but I'm very, very, very careful about who I let in. Right. I go to their site, and I look, and I go, hmm, are they there? Because they, I've let some Christians in, because I'm an empath, too, so I feel things. And so I can feel I, – I don't get it wrong very often. I'm about 99% right. But sometimes – they get in there and sometimes we change their mind about who we are, which is good because that's what my goddesses want me to do. They want me to teach the world that we're not this green faced ward on the nose with the hat and evil (laughs) which we're not. You know, we're just uh we're normal people that wanna help people. We have a particular way of doing things that can help people.
1: Well is so, there any is there any truth to any of this evil history of, of, of witches or
3: no, not really. I I don't think so. I a witch, either dark or white, is just a witch and I don't I don't think that they're bad in any way, a witch hexing. There's a reason why she's doing that. Something happened. Mm-hmm. You know, that she had to protect herself. Or something else, and it, you just don't go out and hex people just for the heck of it, you know. It, we don't do that. So, um, what about the? What do yeah, you think of not, the
1: the witch trials? Do you think that those were really witches, or do you think that was just people going crazy?
3: <laughs>
0: so,
3: um, there may have been a few witches there, but I really think that it was more hysteria.
1: That's what yeah. I feel too. I, I definitely felt that as yeah. well. you know, because I'm not. And I think a lot
3: of people were killed for no reason.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what my belief is on magic. You know, I'm pretty open, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I know that regardless of what the truth is, I'm sure that that was a lot of just religious hysteria. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It
3: was a lot of bad, bad things going on. A lot of people wanted the la- somebody's land, so they, you know, said she's a witch, so they either burned her or hung her, or, you know, and it was not good. The burning years was not a good time, not no. for anybody.
2: <laughs> so we uh, we've talked about books. Um, Is Mm -hmm. there, for someone who just wants to get into the craft, as you put it, what would you recommend? Mm -hmm. Silver
3: Ravenwolf. What's that? Silver Ravenwolf, she's really good. I would start with her
0: i
1: got
3: to say, Wicca, that's about the coolest name I've ever heard. <laughs> that is a very
2: cool name. Yeah, yeah that's promising. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you say that she's a good place for starting, and and I'm guessing yeah. that you think that a good place for starting is Wishcraft.
3: Yeah. 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 You know what Wishcraft is, really, seriously? It's kind of like the secret. You know the secret?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. kind of thinking that when you were yeah. talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like that. It takes a while to, to happen, but it's kind of the same thing. It may go from full moon to a full moon cycle to get what you want. But if we were all like, uh, bewitched or, uh, what do you call the three girls, uh, Charmed, I guess it was. (laughs) Yeah, we would all be in a lot of trouble because people would be just doing magic everywhere, and (laughs) and, uh, it doesn't work that way. I see.
1: Well, we're coming up on the end of the show here. (laughs) We're coming up on the end of the show here. Um, Maybe we can run over how people can find out more about you again, uh, so our audience can look you up.
3: Well, you can. uh, I have a school, and I also have a magazine, uh, Dark Ladies Witch Magazine, which is going to be coming out. And uh the school is called Dark Ladies School of Witchery and you can go there. Then I have I have so much guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many followers now. It's just amazing. I just love it so much. And thank to the the goddesses, they've they've really helped. Um, it's really amazing. People will I have three uh, questions that they have to fill out before they can get into the group. And it's usually, well, I was drawn to you. Or I heard a whisper that said that I need to come to your group or something like that. And I know it's my goddesses bringing them to me so I can help them, help them learn. And it's really uh, quite interesting how this has all come about. Well, thank you
1: very much for being on our show, and hopefully people who want to learn, now know where to go. Uh, Check out, uh, you know, it seems (laughs) like the easiest way to find you is to search for Dark Lady on Facebook.
3: You got it. Search Uh, for Dark Lady on on Facebook, and I'll just come up. All right. And I have a ton of stuff. Thank Uh, you for having me.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. You've been listening to Lori Jackson, the Dark Lady, here on Radio Wasteland. Thanks for checking us out. All right, welcome back to Radio Wasteland and we were just listening to our guest Lori Jackson, the Dark Lady.
2: Yes, we were. Very intently.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> because it was it was so perfect, you know. I I feel that Yeah. even though we may not have a linear path to get started on, I feel that we got some inspiration to try right. to. Yeah, exactly. And and I really feel that this should be a goal of ours to Oh, because yeah. it's something we're both interested in, you know, and something I've always wondered, you know.
2: We have we have got to find this world's Necronomicon that yeah. we can recommend to our our listeners, and hopefully bring about the downfall of civilization when people, you know, discover these dark secrets and and take them into their own lives.
1: Right, and and so as has been discussed on here a lot of times, I personally am not Christian. <laughs> You're not Christian. No. But we live in a fairly conservative town and a yes. lot of our friends are Christian. Yes. Or at least people we work with, people we know, <laughs> and people we respect Yes, are Christian.
2: Yes, and this is all true
1: so far. So far, so good. <laughs> um, so I have this... I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I don't believe in Christianity, yet I respect these people and their belief. And so to me, the belief in witchcraft or... UFOs or ancient occult, you know, it's all the same to me. Right. You know, I. It's I'm, fair game. It's fair game. <laughs> so, um, I have this view of, of Christians that they either know something I don't mm-hmm. or they're all bat blank crazy.
2: Yeah. You know, I, I don't think I know that many Christians who are like, hardcore religious enough that they would have a problem with witchcraft. I think most of them are are more in the category of like, okay, that's silly. You know? No, but that's not what
1: I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you know Christians who feel that they have a personal relationship with God.
2: That is true.
1: And so they either do (laughs) or they're crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, that is true. But I think like I think if our show has proved anything, it's that everyone is crazy. You know? Yeah. We, we talk about all of these different topics, and, you know, if you listen to our show for a year, chances are you'll hear, you know, most of our guests and say, that's ridiculous. And you'll hear, hear one of them and be like, you know, they have some good points. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, during the break, um, I was talking to Jared, our uh, producer
1: here, and mm-hmm. he... Um, I was as it is often the case the our guest makes me think of a book right and uh, I, I think we've talked and you haven't read much Clive Barker
2: I have not sadly
1: okay well there's this this book by Clive Barker called The Great and Secret Show okay which starts I won't give away any of the plot but it starts <laughs> out with this guy working in the dead letter office you know what that is yes and as he's going through the dead letters, he starts to stumble across this concept of what he calls the art. And and starts to put together that there is some secret art out there
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that he wants to find what it is. And so our talking about trying to do this makes me think of the art and right. that we're trying to find
2: well the that art. that is what we're trying to do. You know, we talk to I don't know. We talk to so many different people who believe so many different things and a lot of them are wildly different. And you know, there's always there's always inconsistencies between one what one believes and what another believes. But I'm I'm sure you notice there's plenty of commonalities too. There's you know, like just taking everything we've heard from the paranormal societies types alone mm-hmm. what you get is a fairly consistent picture of hauntings and that kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, you add in the exorcist and you, you get a fairly consistent picture of quote unquote demons.
1: Over the years, I have slowly (laughs) invented my own religion. Sure. And, um, my own religion that I've sort of invented is that through art and creation and sort of open-mindedness that people tap into the truth and that nobody knows the truth entirely, but you could write a whole album and within that entire album, there might be one line that is the truth and you could write an entire book and there might be one line in chapter 15 that's the truth and that we all stumble across the truth. But nobody knows the truth wholly and fully.
2: Yeah, uh, I think that's true.
1: Now that I put this back to back, I, I think I might have got this from the art. I think my religion <laughs> might be the art from The Great and Secret Show.
2: Yeah, well, it's either that or we're all crazy.
1: All right, so listeners, uh, if you're out there, we want to know, how do we find out about the occult? You're listening to Radio Wasteland. Uh, come on back. We got the news. All right, welcome back to Radio Wasteland, and we got the news. Sean, what do you got for us today?
2: That's right. Uh, pretty interesting story. Um, roughly once a year, you see in the news something like, have we finally found proof of an alien civilization? Mm-hmm. And these things are always credible you know well pretty much but we're talking about mainstream science here so you know last year it was this star's light is being obscured in a really weird way right you probably remember that what is that thing called i I forget. I but, don't remember. The but star... The,
1: the suspicion was that there was some sort of... An alien
2: megastructure.
1: Megastructure yes. encircling the star that was basically f- possibly feeding off the energy of the star.
2: Exactly. Like a, a Dyson sphere. That's it. Is... That's the word. Right. And people... <laughs> you know, we don't know if it's a Dyson sphere specifically or, or anything like that. Now, as time went on, um, more prosaic explanations did carry the day. And it sounds like at this point, you know, most people really don't think it's an alien structure. They think it's, you know, a odd field of debris. Right. Something not fun. <laughs> well, exactly. Right. But, you know, roughly once a year you see something like this, and I think, you know, just this week we've gotten another one that I would put on a, on a similar level. It's, you know, it's something peculiar.
1: All right, let's hear it.
2: And in, I am talking about a a study, rather, you know, excitingly called Discovery of Peculiar Periodic Spectral Modulations in a Small Fraction of Solar-Type Stars.
1: Seems uh, easy to understand. Yeah, which
2: I'm sure grabs your interest right off the bat, but it was published in a reputable journal, Publications of the Astronomical Society of the Pacific, and basically what it says is they took a, a recent, you know, survey of, basically all the stars in the night sky, and they noticed that there was an odd pulsed radio signal um, coming, or not radio signal, but just a signal of light coming from 234 different stars. Mm. And essentially they don't know the cause, but interestingly enough, the signal matches almost exactly what one of the authors theorized an alien radio signal might sound like, you know, in a paper several years ago. So this is being greeted with a little bit of skepticism and a few grains of salt even from the authors themselves. They're saying basically, this is weird. It looks like we should look into this more because, hey, maybe. Which is exactly what you, you hear in every one of these times. But, you know, one of these times it's going to be it.
1: It's bound to be true. Right. You know?
2: And this is what it's going to look like. It's going to look like, you know, a random article that you see and it's like eh, I don't want to get my hopes up because it's just some silly little thing. And then six months later, instead of someone saying, hey, this was never true, you'll hear someone saying you know, that's still weird. Right. And it'll keep going from there. So I, I like to keep my eyes on, on these kinds of things because it's how it starts.
1: It is how it starts. And I I mean, I've said it I don't know how many episodes we've had here, forty <laughs> something. You know, I've said it forty something times. That the one thing that I believe
2: wholeheartedly is life that there, there is life out there. Yeah, you know the
1: likelihood.
2: I mean, come on. Yeah, well, I, I quite agree. Um, I mean, we've we just, we're trying to figure out about a vast universe. And all we've really got to work with is these distant pinpricks of light. Right. And, you know, we're it's hard to see, you know, what kind of small scale phenomena is resulting in in what we're actually seeing. You know, it's, it's hard to piece all that evidence together. But
1: yeah, well, uh, it was just on the, <laughs> the news the other day on the, the CBS, ABC, NBC News, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Lester Holt. I like Lester. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he, They were covering that they found um, a new collection of exoplanets where there were seven right. Earth-like uh, planets, rock planets, in the Goldilocks zone around a, a single star.
2: Yeah, in, in the last, gosh, I don't know, five years, maybe even less, we've discovered a handful after handful of potentially habitable planets. And, yeah. oh, that's a, actually another thing that I wanted to mention about these stars is that they were all... um. The emanations were all in the spectrum of light that is common around stars of our size and type. Oh. So that w- that was just, you know, one more thing that made them think, hmm, the- these are coming from stars that are very really like ours.
1: Right. Well, so, here's hoping. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. You're listening to Radio Wasteland, and I can tell you, you're not alone.